Welcome to the Good Athlete Podcast, the voice of the Good Athlete Project. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, bonus episode. Uh, really excited about this, actually, because um, it's just, you know, Alex and I were batting this idea back and forth, and what we want to do is very simply explain to our audience or anyone who might be interested what we've been up to over the last year, talk briefly about some of our successes, and talk about what a donation to the Good Athlete Project would fund, would fuel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and it's always around this time of year for whatever reason, you know, you, know, you and I have had this conversation, Alex, uh, we talk about kind of what we're up against. Like, uh, yeah, you know, we want to raise funds for the Good Athlete Project because we really do believe that sports as an educational platform has nearly unlimited potential. It is the ultimate human learning platform when it's done correctly, when the culture is set up correctly. We know that. Anyone who's been in, involved in sports knows that. Okay? You remember what it was like, how visceral those experiences were, how emotional you were, how invested you were at certain times, how much it hurt to lose, how exciting it was to win, how important your teammates were to you at, at a, you know, one point in time. Um, like those who get it, get it. So they, they understand the potential and then the lessons that could be learned therein. So, but what we kind of bump up against is, yeah, but like, it's not a disease. It's not like, you're not like fighting diabetes, okay? It's not as poignant as suicide prevention. It, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And one thing that we've really <clears throat> sort of come to the realization of this year is that I wonder how true that is. Meaning, and I don't want to go overboard with this, but I hope people will go, uh, come with me for a second. It's like, um, well, one thing that we do is we promote health and wellness in communities all over the world. Okay, The south side of Chicago um, is one of the most at-risk communities for obesity and sort of um, societally or self-imposed diseases like diabetes, okay? That's a very real concern. Now, we are not fighting diabetes at the front, but we are absolutely promoting preventative medicine in the form of lifelong health and wellness, mm-hmm. okay? We are making it very act- actionable. We're going into communities, promoting health and wellness. We are preventing diseases like diabetes. No right. question. Yeah. Right? Talk about like suicide prevention. Um, you know, I love... You know, you know this, but we're involved with this thing, Team Embrace. It's sort of this initiative uh, that we've started alongside um, Embrace, which is a mental health organization run by some very good friends of mine. I actually, I feel very lucky to be on the board of that organization. They do wonderful things and they're wonderful people. We are not suicide prevention directly, the Good Athlete Project, but we are cultivating cultures and communities and providing resources for people with who are, who are having uh, mental concerns, you know, mental health issues. Uh, so again, we're trying to be in front of, you know, suicide prevention, but three steps before, if that makes sense. And, and, you know, is that a stretch? I don't really think so. You and I have been both been a part of closed door meetings with young people who don't really feel like they have another place to turn or another person to turn to, but they find their teammates, they find their coaches, and from them find help. Okay, so you know that one of our initiatives, part of being, you know, this team embrace initiative is embracing the conversation of mental health in athletics. Okay, we are very much on the on the mental health and suicide prevention front. Also, things like college access. Okay, Uh, we are again, we are in Chicago. We have 
uh, there is an opportunity gap that, that exists within a 30 mile radius that is unlike many places in the world. So how do we improve college access? Well, one thing that we've done, we've got some pretty tangible results from this actually, is we provide college access support, meaning college access strategy, standardized test prep, et cetera, et cetera, to people in low income and, and under supported areas. Recently with one of our partner organizations, Lost Boys, we were down the south side of Chicago working with young people um, in a pretty specific way and the results were fantastic. We would, we would enter this group of young people, use exercise and gameplay, not only to stimulate a certain brain state, which is essential, you know this, but it's essential to uh, ACT MVP, this initiative that we've got going, but also to attract a certain sort of person. Let me pause there and say, if if you, if you don't like school, but you've been asked to kind of, for lack of a better term, sit down and shut up for 40 hours a week, the last thing that you want to do is go to another uh, standardized prep study session that's two plus hours over, I don't know, two months, 16, 17 sessions that's just as dry as the day of school. Right. Right. So what we do is we say, hey, look, w yeah, we're going to accomplish this goal of getting to college, but here's how we're going to do it. We're going to show up. We're going to play basketball. Okay, we're gonna run around a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna get the blood flowing. We're gonna stimulate this neural state. We don't tell the kids that, but we're gonna stimulate this very powerful learning state. And then in that state, we're gonna talk about the absolutes, the the things that you need to know to pass the test. We're gonna talk about mathematical concepts. We're not gonna reteach the Pythagorean theorem, but we're gonna teach strategies, how to break down a problem, how to get to the root of it, and then give you strategies for solving it. Anyway, we go all day about what exactly the ACT MVP looks like. But the real point is this, in a very small number of sessions uh, with these students from the south side of Chicago, we were able to move, we, we uh, adjusted for math section exclusively, just so we can get clean results. On the math section of the ACT, in an average of three sessions that the kids seemingly kind of enjoyed, we had good conversations, had a good time. At the end of those sessions, we were raising math scores 3.3 points on average. Now, for those who don't know what that means, you know, if you're an AC or an SAT person rather, 3.3 uh, points out of a possible 36, okay? Um, NCAA qualifying score is 18, okay? 3.3 points might be the difference between not going from a good college to a great college, but that's absolutely the truth, but going from not even having college as an, as an option to all of a sudden college becomes an option for you. Anyway, so I spent a little time on, on this explanation, but the point is, uh, yes, we are, we are working on college access for under-supported schools and young people. So whether it's getting in front of disease, whether it's mental health support, whether it's improving uh, college access for people in under-supported areas, we're working on all of those fronts. And that's kind of the magic that's the magical potential of sports as education. What you choose to insert into that learning environment, like the possibilities are nearly endless. I know another thing, this is a, a question that I get all the time and one that I think would be great to address here is, you know, uh, how many people are we, you know, have, have we impacted uh, this past year? That's a really good question. Year one, so last year, <clears throat> Uh, I think our number was somewhere in the range of 990. So we were knocking on the door of 1,000 beneficiaries. In year two, let's see, we were doing the math. We had our summer event, right? When was our summer event? August? End August, of August? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mid-August? I think it was actually early, maybe first weekend. Either way, it was in August. It was in August. Um, and at that time, I believe the number was 1640. Wow. So 
uh, more than 1,600 beneficiaries of um, the efforts of the project. Now, again, that was in August. You and I both work with football, and so fall is necessarily slow for us. Um, so I'm not sure how much that number has risen, but I think if we had to do a quick ballpark, where do you think we're at now? Couldn't be more than 100 more. No. So probably 17, somewhere in the 1700. Yeah, we had range. the clinic. We had a clinic that had a great turnout. Um, anyway, about so about 1700. We're going to probably, and that number will continue to grow. Right. But uh, significant growth year to year. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, we already have some really cool things in the works. I think, okay, so one thing would be like, what sort of initiatives do we have? Well, I'll tell you, we are going down, um, what have we got? We're going down to a school in Virginia in January. Yep. That will be a really cool thing. We're doing workshops in Virginia. Um, we are going to host a another clinic in Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. which will be fantastic. I hope people keep an eye out for that, where we essentially help coach the coaches. It's a professional development seminar. It's fantastic stuff, I think. We have one, two, three, four, five. We have six or seven powerlifting meets coming up, yeah. uh, which will be awesome. Very, very cool. I've also, I've just come back from presenting at the Eifert State Clinic. Um, that's the Illinois uh, Health and PE Teacher Clinic, uh, presented out in Indiana as well. A regional NHS SCA clinic up in McHenry. I uh, was at the Chicago Wrestling State Clinic. Some pretty cool presentations there. At the turn of the year, I believe I will be um, facilitating some workshops at the NSCA National Convention. Um, so again, helping coach coaches, really important stuff. We just had a, you know, this is more of the Nutrier side of things, but we just had a Thanksgiving Day football outing uh, where we raised money for mental health awareness. Mm -hmm. So we not only did we play football and have a good time, but uh, we brought good people together, talked about some important issues, tried to break open the conversation of mental health and athletics and raise some, some funds to support that in the meantime. So we got a, a lot of stuff going on, I think. I, I believe we will, we're definitely supporting our friends in Haiti from afar. We will likely be going down to Haiti again in the very near future. Uh, we've got a clinic, a conference rather, <clears throat> in the works in Limerick, Ireland, which should be awesome. Um, and then I mentioned the, the workshop in Virginia. We've got a host of workshops that are coming up kind of all over the place. We've got them all over the Chicagoland area, two set up just outside of Boston, one is in the works in Wisconsin, so we're going to be getting out to schools, um, doing the good work kind of as often as we can. Yeah, and I think the the last thing that uh, that people probably want to know is like, okay, so they've heard about what we're doing, they've heard about what's coming up. Um, how how is their donation going to help? How is it going to impact what what we're doing, how we're doing it, all that good stuff. All right, so one thing that we've done differently this year, um, because our reach is so far and our initiatives so diverse, one thing we did online was we gave sort of examples, anchor examples at every level of donation for what that exactly would look like. So um, the very basic one, a $25 donation um, brings a school or a young person information and what we call it's our healthy habits pack. So some actionable strategies for healthy habits in their area. Really base level stuff, but important stuff. And if, and if it if cultivated and part of the right culture can go a long, long way. $50 gets shoes down to a basketball player in Haiti. One thing that we noticed um, with our first interaction with basketball to uplift youth of Haiti was 
know, this is why you have to go and see and learn. Um, we learned that athletes were showing up to this really incredible camp run by our friend Dave, who is doing just incredible things down there, I believe. And uh, but but half the kids, early on at least, were showing up shoeless. So like, Dave created this platform to use basketball to really enhance the lives of kids, and half the kids couldn't participate because they didn't have shoes. So fifty dollars is enough to. Um, get the shoes to us and down to Haiti and into the hands of the kids that need them. Um, hundred bucks would be workout gear and school supplies. So again, sort of like these are, we're sponsoring more like that. That'd be more like an individual student gift. Um, here is what you can do student a to get better. Here's how you can use exercise and sports to enhance your life. So we're, that's more like a, a one-to-one -one sort of gift. $500 is an academic scholarship for an athlete and future leader in Haiti, approximately, you know, again, these numbers are approximately, you know, what that amount of money would go to serve within the realm of our project. $750 would be ACT tutoring for a baseball player on the South side of Chicago. That's approximately what it costs to provide the tutoring to one student for the course of the year. And as we mentioned, we've been getting some pretty incredible results from that. Yeah. Thousand dollars would be a professional development team workshop and continuing support for an underfunded school. I should mention that that's um, assuming it's a local school. Like, right. You know this, but the farther away we go, obviously the more expensive it costs to fund that. All right. Now, if you're looking to donate more than a thousand dollars, I do encourage you to reach out to us. We we'd love to get you involved as sort of a, an ambassador of the project and and not only receive support financially, but have your voice in this conversation as well. And let me say this, I don't want people to feel like the only way to give back is to throw $1,000 at us, okay? Um, again, if you're so inclined, please follow through. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but, but like it, whenever you buy merchandise, right? Whenever you buy merchandise through the website, a small margin goes back into the project. That feels fair. We also like when people support, we call it support and style. And I mean that, like, uh, uh, we want people wearing good athlete project merchandise in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you are a coach, if you are an educator um, and you're wearing a good athlete project hoodie or t-shirt or hat, I hope it serves as the start of a conversation. I hope it's a reminder to you as a coach um, to be intentional about what, uh, about what you are doing to, to re remind yourself and the people around you of just how valuable that platform is. And I hope it opens up conversations with other people. So the merchandise is a big one. I think it's a really cool idea. Sharing the podcast. I think the messaging on the podcast, not only do we get to learn from really cool, interesting people, like give me some guests, like Charles Tillman was just on. Who else? Brandon Lilly, Dr. Amy Bender, Giles Warrington, yeah. uh, Gary Ryan. You mentioned the coach, yeah. Ditka. Ditka, Coach Ditka. Rep Bartholomew, Ron McKeefrey, Scott Caulfield, Darian Pika, Kyle Jean. Jared Cahillo, um, Rick Weisbord, Lisa Feldman Barrett, just like so many really, really cool people that we're really grateful to have had on. But those serve not only as entertaining podcasts, but they, they create a lot of really, again, really important talking points. So learning to use the language of growth and enhancement is a really valuable tool. Listening and sort of engaging in those sort of conversations in the podcast, that's important. So you can, if you got zero freaking dollars, you can ju just share the podcast with people, right? That's not a, that's, that's easy enough. If you think, just kind of have it always on your mind. If there's a podcast 
uh, if, uh, if you are a coach, you probably know a bunch of coaches. Right. If you hear a message that you like on the podcast, share it with them. Right. Have a freaking group chat about it. Yeah. Um, and we would love to hear from you. Finally, if you're using social media out there, exposure matters. We want our voice, we want to be our voice to be a refreshing and pervasive one in sports. If we want to change the narrative um, and really kind of enhance sports as the educational platform that we want them to be, then we've got to be out there. So um, just liking and sharing stuff on uh, it's at coach the number four kindness, coach for kindness on Twitter and Instagram. Not only liking and engaging yourself, but sharing with other people. Now, this is an important thing you and I have talked about. We want people to free, feel free to engage with us directly. So comment uh, if you don't agree with what we're, comment on the posts on Instagram. If you don't agree with what we're saying, like push back. Let's yeah. have a conversation about it. Let's I talk think about I it. think that's I think that's essential. Um, we of course want to hear about what you like about the stuff too, and and the successes you've had in your lives as coaches. Uh, but I think that's really necessary. Yeah. So tons of ways to get involved. Tons of ways to get involved. Reach out any way that you feel most comfortable. Uh, and um, thank you for everybody who supported us over over this last year, uh, last two years, really. Um, you know, can't say thank you enough. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. And listen, we're whatever four days from Thanksgiving. We're so freaking grateful. And that's not just um, that's not passive gratitude. That is like we talk about this all the time. You know. If you have donated, uh, even just talked us up to somebody, if you have been involved in any way with the Good Athlete Project, we are incredibly grateful for you. We, we, we continue using this term. Uh, we want to welcome people into the Good Athlete family. And you know everyone will have their own skill set, but all are invited as long as we're interested in positive outcomes for kids. So legitimately, thank you, thank you, thank you. In fact, uh, we will cut... We, we by now will have cut the audio from the episode, but Alex and I were just talking about uh, possibly naming all the donors over the last two years. We thought that might be a touch over the top, um, but please know that we know who you are and, and uh, couldn't do this work without you. I live a weird life and it's thanks to you guys. And I mean that in the best way possible. And would you say, while we're on this, to kind of wrap <laughs> up, who are some more shout outs that we want to give? Definitely want to say thank you to... My mom and dad, uh, who, Ooh, yeah. are, who are the owner and operator of the Associates Group, uh, fantastic business up in Kenilworth. Check them out. Um, what was that 500 Green Bay Road? Five, ooh, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had that locked and loaded. My, Google it. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, embrace mental health. Hand armor chalk. Hand armor chalk, remind, definitely. Remind Recover, remind recover yes. is something. Luke from Remind Recover, if you're listening, you're the man. Um, Great product. Like, literally, we just like those. We like the product. I think it's meaningful work and meaningful area. Also, anyone who's come out to a clinic, we really appreciate you guys Definitely. spending time with us. We hope you left with uh, some good information and, and felt fired up and excited about you know going and making a making a difference. So yeah, for sure. The people who just show up, you're like you are awesome. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's like uh, it's amazing. I'm gonna throw this out there because it's true, Alex. You and I have talked about this. We will probably have. Would you agree with this? I'm not trying to call people out, but. If we have, say, 100 people commit to an event, how many, what percentage do you think follow through? 65%? Yeah. So look, sure, and, maybe. <laughs> and I want this to be super clear. We are not calling anyone out who couldn't make it. Life happens. Things come up. But one thing that we recognize is like we, we cannot be too concerned about those who, you know, that stuff gets in the way. 
totally understandable. It happens to everyone. But there are a handful of people who just have a knack for being there, mm-hmm. right? There, and, and you know who you are. If, if we're talking, if you think we're talking about you, we probably are. You, you show up, and that's like that's step one through ten of any positive thing. Show up consistently. Um, if we're all there together, that's when we can really get positive stuff going. Also, got to thank Athlete Inc. down in Oklahoma City. We got to thank TC Boost. Backyard Barbecue, HRP Chicago, HRP Chicago, their audio, and Walrus Audio down in Oklahoma City, Backlot Coffee in Evanston, City Bites down in Oklahoma City, Mighty Printing up in Glencoe, Illinois, Power Athlete down in Austin, Texas, Gallery Cafe Chicago, Second City Prints, and got to give a shout out to Scott Caulfield and the folks at the NSCA who've been great supporters of everything that we've done. Also, thank you to everybody who has agreed to come on the podcast. Really appreciate you giving us your time. Seriously, we've got, um, that's a precious resource and we've had some great people share a lot of their time with us. So thank you. Greater message is. Thank you. Thank you. You rock. Keep listening. Keep sharing. We'll see you next week. This episode brought to you by Hand Armor Chalk, the official chalk of USA Weightlifting. They are also the official sponsor of the Illinois High School Powerlifting Association, a partner organization overseen by the Good Athlete Project. We would not support a product we didn't believe in. Check them out at Hand Armor Chalk on Twitter and Instagram.